it's going to be a good show, not just education. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere must You must not feel fear. The fate of the world is in your hands. Wow. What are you waiting for? Christmas? But how do I start? Come on. Attention span, dangerously low. Okay, okay, okay. Attention span, timing out. No, no, wait, I... Look! There's an alien coming to get me! <laughs> Payback time. <laughs> Wasted. Attention span, restored. Okay, but it seems like a pretty cheap way to do it. Attention span dropping. Again? Oh, okay, forget it. I'm just going to shoot my way into chapter one. Here I go! Wow, made it. Hey, what's this place? Level one. The video game museum. Oh, this is like video game paleontology. Hey, look over here. Here's the very first video game. Wow, this looks positively prehistoric. Just brush the dust off the label here. Something called Pong. Yeah, it says it it dates back to 1975. Wow, I mean that's eons ago. I mean back that's back when you were listening to Look at me! And you were probably listening to it on something called a record player. Imagine, a world without MP3. Anyway, how would you even begin to describe this ancient game? Description. A digital ping-pong ball bounces off walls in slow motion. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And you know, you played this game, Pong, in bars and cocktail lounges. Why? Because back then, there was no such thing as a home computer. <laughs> Believe it or not. Well, if Pong is the kind of game you remember, you're going to have to do a little bit more work to play a modern video game like, say, EverQuest. Now see how that guy is offering a res? A res that's a resurrection. If you die, you go back to your buying spot, right? Told you about that, did I? You, once you die, you either have to go back to the zone where your corpse was and find it, or you can get a cleric to cast resurrection on it, which brings you back there. And once you die, you lose a certain amount of experience. But what, with these certain types of resurrections, the higher power they are, the more experience you would get back. But this is like a university course or something. How long did it take you to learn all this stuff? Oh man, this took me like a month to actually learn all the basics. Only and a month? I'm a quick learner with this. I hope you were taking notes. At certain levels, you get spells. I get level one spells. Okay. As a pure caster, every four levels afterwards, okay. up to like level Okay, we get the point. It's complicated. Five. But every four levels, so I okay, get that, spells. Okay, that's enough. But I gotta Stop! Him, Somebody so stop him! You gotta get money for spells. <laughs> Payback time. Damn, I'm good. You know, I don't know if we should be shooting people like this. Yeah, piece of cake. Well, I was just trying to make the point that video games have come a long way since Pong. Really, since the mid-80s, the industry hasn't really looked back. Uh, in 2002, in North America alone, the industry did about $7 billion in revenue. Uh, just a second, excuse me. Help? This is the help menu. Need help? Yes, who's this guy? Douglas Lowenstein. President of the Interactive Digital Software Association, the organization representing video game manufacturers. Thank you. Go ahead, Mr. Lowenstein. Uh, well, I think if you, if you look at the people playing games today, 
we have a generation between 18 and 35 years old who grew up with computers, really the first generation that grew up with that technology as a central part of their lives. And then the generation right behind them, 2 to 17, is the first generation to grow up with the Internet. So for both of these generations, increasingly, interactivity is uh, something that they're very comfortable with. And interactivity, is that the quality that makes video games so compelling? Well, I think that um, there are a number of reasons the games are engrossing. Um, if you look at them today, they're graphically very realistic. Secondly, they're very immersive. They really take you into places that um, in your own daily life you're not likely to go, whether it's on a sort of a mythological quest or being in a race car. It allows you to experience things in a very, very real way, in a very meaningful way, um, that nothing else does. Allowing you to experience things in a very real way. Hey, this is good news.